0: If your energy level and health are not where they should be, tune into Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with Dr. Ann Deatley. Our program will showcase experts from the field of energy medicine and, most importantly, will show you how to repattern and optimize your energy flow for optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Ann Deatley. You have
1: tuned into Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with Dr. Ann Deatley, the Radiant Energy Doctor. Energy medicine is a method of working with the body's energy systems to help create balance for optimal health and wellness. Remember, everything is energy and energy is everywhere. Energies control how you feel, what you think, and how you live. Energy is all there is. The topic today is the energies and stories of life colors. The aura, a protective barrier surrounding the body, is influenced by people, people, emotions, moods, and environments. The aura color is constantly changing. In contrast, the life color reflects the soul and never changes throughout your life. The life color infiltrates energy systems such as the chakras, grid, five rhythms, and the aura. The life color is influenced by the lessons encountered on life's path. The life color shows your strengths and weaknesses and sometimes parallels the five rhythms rhythm you resonate with. It helps you know what to concentrate on in life and to discern the right path. The life color sits behind the other six layers in the aura. The life color determines the basic lessons and obstacles throughout life and on your journey. Sometimes there are colors in the auric fields or bands that extend from the physical body. These bands reflect different aspects of your personality, mind, spirit, element, and health. Understanding your life color helps you live radiantly. I am so excited to introduce our guest today. Her name is Tatanya Dolan, and she is the daughter of energy medicine's (laughs) pioneer, Donna Eden, and she has so many gifts and talents. (laughs) It was hard to get all this into one little paragraph, but... She is a belly dancer extraordinaire, a choreographer, dynamic speaker, and educator. She assists her mother in national and international energy medicine workshops. And she's also a story dancer. Titania created the Goddess Dances, a program with tales of legendary goddesses interpreted through movement and narration. Titania also created workshops with her sister Dandi, incorporating ancient Chinese five elements with belly dance. She also produced two dance DVDs, Energy Dance and Energy of the Poi, of her own movement form. Titania also paints murals and is a children's entertainer. But as a young child, she had a gift for hands-on healing and saw colors around people. Titania has been interpreting life colors for the last eight years. Lacking sources on the rare colors, she began using her intuitive gifts to sense, smell, and hear the colors. For more information, go to com That's T I T A N Y A S P I R I T.com. Or you can also go to www.awaken divineenergy.com. That's A W A K E N D I V I N E e n e r g y dot com welcome to tanya <laughs> hi and that was an
2: amazing introduction thank you <laughs> oh, you're welcome. well you're just so
1: amazing and um,
2: <laughs>
1: i think that you are like one of the people that I don't know. It's just absolutely extraordinary. And, you know, we don't even understand the gifts that you have. And so we're going to try to do a good job today in helping people understand that there's really an aspect of them that's visible to some people that's out there on our, in our energies that yeah. really
2: signify who we are. It's that's like our okay. signatures, right? It is. Life colors are your lessons and your challenges and even your weaknesses in life. It helps you. Uh, know more about yourself and the path that you are about to embark on or the choices that you make. It empowers us as individuals to know our strengths and weaknesses and just uh, uh, who we are inside. Life colors are amazing. I love them. I'm so excited to tell you all about them. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that. But I, so I
1: think people will be interested to know. You know, since you're Donna Eden's um, daughter, and, and there's a little story there, you know, like, you know, when you were young, your mother wasn't feeling very good. And, you know, but she changed her health using energy. So yeah. tell us how that
2: was for you. Okay. Well, it's interesting because when my sister and I were young, we did not know that my mother was a sick as she was, because my mother never wanted us to worry, but she also believes in not giving the illness attention so mm-hmm. that it begins to grow and expand. And so many times, even today, she won't tell us how sick she is, but I know when she's sick or not, and I'll say, hey, Mom, you know, what's going on? But when we were young, uh, it was interesting because she did find out about her own energy, and knowing that she had these sensitive gifts to sense other people's energies as well. And she did heal herself from MS, which is an amazing story. When I was little, I used to watch her heal people. They would come from far and wide. And actually, my sister and I Hated it because we wanted our mother back, but <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. she was, um, at the age of 14 when she finally divorced my father and realized that she was always seeing energy, except, um, it was shut down early on from, uh, school systems. And as well, my father, who was a very old fashioned kind of guy and was kind of spooked by what she was seeing. And he told her, you know, Donna, don't, don't tell me about what you're seeing or else I'm going to divorce you. So she shut it up and, um, stopped, tried to stop her sensitivities and stayed married. And then it was, I guess, too much and they divorced. <laughs> and then, uh, she had two little girls to feed. And so she went to what she knew and that was what, what was this that she was seeing? These colors, these shapes, these, this, uh, dark, dark energies around people. And so she went to the, uh, first modalities that she came to was Touch for Health. And she also came to, uh, uh, uh Nancy Tappy, who created the life colors. And I'll get to her later, but Touch for Health, was something of a modality of how my mother could use the it, the language that she was actually seeing, which she realized was energy. She realizing that energy was all around her and that she could move her own energy and put her hands on her own legs when she wouldn't feel energy going down into her legs. She used touch for health as the language in order to reach the rest of the world and therefore as well touch for health and the uh, founders of Touch for Health, John Thee and Gordon Stokes, they saw this gift in my mother and they kind of used her as a guinea pig and said, Hey, Donna, do you see what we're doing in this inner, uh, muscle test? And uh, do you see that the energy goes this way? And then she would say, Well, yeah, I see this. And yet this, in- the energy also goes in this way. And so it was a real one on one with with the founders of touch for health and not a lot of people know that i think that's a wonderful story but back yeah. to what your question was mm-hmm. when uh when people would come over to our house and uh, they would be healed and then i'd see my mother in bed and she would answer the phone from the client she had just seen and they would say i am so Excited and so happy because I can walk for the first time in years. And my mother would be in bed not being able to walk. And I used to see her in this way. And uh I always thought, I'm never gonna do that work. I never want to go into that work. And (laughs) look what it does to you. What happened? I fell into the work because I knew that there was there was something in me that also had a gift that needed to uh, be shared with the world but also there was n- not a lot of places in the world where I also fit in and yet being my mother's daughter and having the gifts that I do I found friends I found a whole community that uh, we we speak the same language and that's wonderful and I love sharing with people this gift and I guess I in the next generation like my sister who just i she just came out with the new book called the little book of energy medicine my sister mm-hmm. just. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's that's a long answer but
1: that's yeah no that was that's great and and um your mother just just to reiterate uh cuz almost every show we talk about your mother um oh. And how radiant she is, and how vibrant she is. And, you know, this is what people, how people want to live. This is what people want to share. And, um, so she's really a role model for all of us. And um, she
2: definitely is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so now you're very involved with the education part of um, inner source national international education energy medicine workshops programs and um especially the certification program mm-hmm. and you also teach on your own so
2: and yeah. you are a dynamic speaker. I've heard you speak many times. Thank you. Yes, I'm involved with the Energy Medicine Certification Program, which is held in Phoenix four times a year. It's our own kind of uh, magic school like Harry Potter. Some people like <laughs> to think of it like that because we have a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of um, real deep work trying to help us realize about the energy systems of the body and how we can heal rather than going towards the hospitals or, um, a doctor, um, quick off. We can, we can do this for ourselves and, and get well. But I teach classes there. I have my own energy medicine dance, which was created from my mother's own teachings. And it is an amazing dance form that anybody from young to old can do it is using your body's own natural rhythms to strengthen your own immune system to just bring on radiant circuits which are those uh, helps your endorphins flow, flow for joy making and it brings in world beat rhythms so it's done to music so it's all my mother's uh, energy exercises put to music. I also create the parties there. And I also <laughs> create the ceremonies like graduation, which we will be graduating about 130 people this next week for um our graduation ceremony. So I do many different, I have my hand in many different areas of the energy medicine certification program. Yes, And it wouldn't go on without you. (laughs) Thank you. And I, and I traveled world with my mother and I've been doing that um, since the book came out. But even before that, I was uh, with her. My sister was her first secretary at the age of 12. (laughs) Creating her illustrations at the age of 15. (laughs) So we've been with her ever since in different forms. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's a nice family business, actually, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So now with Dondi, you also created dance that um, incorporated the five rhythms. And I don't want, you know, we don't have time to go into it, but I just thought it was interesting to just tell how you do that.
2: Okay. Well, a long time ago, when I heard my mother speak and teach of the Chinese Five Rhythms, it made so much sense to me. And it opened up a, a world of really understanding everybody on this earth and how you can have an acceptance to somebody who you may not quite get along with because of their rhythms. And I thought it would be really interesting and really easy for me to put it within movement that people could experience this with movement and dance and that is what I did and and it went over so well that I brought my sister on because she has an element that I don't have which is wood and I knew she could help people find wood in their bodies and so us together in as belly dancers for over 30 years traveling the world as well. It's, it's kind of our, our other occupation. We incorporated it within belly dance, but I also, uh, incorporate it with movement as well at the energy medicine certification program or my mother's workshops, but we have a, uh, annual yearly uh, workshop every year at the omega institute in october and it always precedes my mother's workshop so it's a really great week if you want to have some belly dance and some energy medicine and an amazing retreat in upstate new york at omega every october wonderful
1: yeah I'm, i've heard about that so <laughs> it's wonderful i totally recommend it to anybody they're uh, both tanya and Dondi are amazing dancers i'm not and, okay, so let's talk about your ability to see light colors. Okay. <laughs> so have you always been able to see colors or has your sensitivity to these energies heightened after working
2: with energy? Mm. Okay, a sip of water. All right. So um when I was really young, I used to see, uh, always feeling feeling energies around me. That's always a given. But I used to see when I was young and I turned it off at an early age because I like I was different. And it also didn't... Uh, I didn't feel safe in the world of school. I went to a traditional school and uh, school kind of shut me down and I became very, very shy. And... In that time, so I began to turn off that site. And I am actually happy I turned off that site because what happened is my feeling came, began to get, um, broader and stronger, and also my hearing began to get stronger. So I hear life colors, and it's a really interesting thing. I believe that I hear and I feel, and I also smell life colors, and sometimes that's not so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's to have a rose or something like that. <laughs> but uh, I I hear and I feel is my strongest and I think it's because I am a tonal kinesthetic and a tonal mm. ones um, in sensory systems that really you need to hear the teacher's words when you are listening or learning. Uh, you are the ones who uh, can hear sounds in the room that nobody else can hear. And it's just sometimes gets really aggravating. They hear nuances in between the lines of, something that someone else isn't saying but they can hear a tone in their voice that they feel is uh, uh, more on the lines of what they mean sometimes they're really off because that is also their weakness they can really hear well and that's sometimes musicians are really good tonals mm-hmm. but the- have a weakness the kinesthetic is the one who just feels feels for the other person and sometimes that feeling is so heightened that they can't feel themselves anymore but they are the ones who reach out to the ones who are in need and they uh, they feel sensitivities around them they 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 yeah they feel others yeah so i'm and I think it's one of the reasons why I can hear and I can feel and smelling um, has come into um, my system as well. But I have had two near-death experiences in the last three years and I'm not going to go into that, but that, (laughs) those experiences were amazing and awful in themselves, but they also have opened up the sense of sight and I'm not quite sure if it's a blessing or if it's a curse right now because <laughs> everything comes in I'm not quite in control of mm-hmm. what in and and doesn't now and so I'm a little bit cautious when I I love seeing the life colors but I don't like seeing other things <laughs> yeah right okay we have to break for a commercial we'll be right back okay <laughs>
0: helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Why do people behave the way they do? The study of human behavior is one of the most interesting facets of life. Human behavior gets played out in a limitless number of ways. Now, there's a radio program that explains the why and the how of what we do. Human Behavior. What a Trip is hosted by Dr. Jonathan Brouwer and will include interesting guests as well as call interaction from people like you. Let's have fun with this together. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you living your vital life? One that is showcasing you at your full potential? There are many issues that stand in the way of most people achieving their full potential. We will discuss these issues and how to overcome them each week on The Vital Life. Awakening your full potential with host Dr. Carolyn Coker-Ross. Living the vital life often requires that we trust our own intuitive voice and that we view illness or life challenges as calls to action to reconnect with the deeper urges of our spirit or soul. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you're looking for answers and solutions, you don't have to look to expensive treatments, consultations, and
2: methods. All you have to do is listen to your connections. Every week, the Dr. Melanie Show will teach you how to do just that. Dr. Melanie Barton will share her gifts and talents and teach you to do the same. And in doing so, find the solutions to the issues in your life that you truly need. You'll learn about holistic and practical health in six key areas. Discover the Dr. Melanie Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with your host, Dr. Ann Deatley. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Deatley or her guest, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to radiantenergydoctor at gmail.com. Now, back to Energy Medicine and Optimal Health.
1: You are back with Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Dr. Ann Deatley, and today we are talking to Titania Dolan, and she can read life colors. It's so exciting. <laughs> this is like living in a whole new dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to acknowledge Nancy Ann Tape. You, you introduced her earlier, but let's just okay. tell the listeners about her and how she influenced you.
2: Fantastic. Okay. Nancy Ann Tappy was my mother's life color teacher. So of, of course, everyone who has taken workshops with my mother knows that she sees energy. She sees colors and she sees shapes around people. But she always thought she, everyone else saw this too. And, and it wasn't till, um, later till that she realized she had a special gift. She found, uh, Nancy Ann Tappy could see life colors, but she saw life colors in a very interesting way. She had a form of synesthesia where she could actually taste colors. And it, synesthesia is an, a genetic trait, and it is a physical experience of the brain. So I think Nancy's grandmother also had this as well. And it's very rare, but sometimes autistic uh, people can also have a form of synesthesia too she uh, coined the phrase way back in the 1960s the indigo children when she saw that they were being born and now everybody a lot of people under the sun besides movies are being made about indigo children and it has been a little bit warped out of proportion about what nancy's um Uh, interpretation was but it's wonderful that they have gotten recognition as well because we are moving into the indigo age so Nancy was my mother's, uh, first teacher and I met her when I was a little girl and she has just passed away recently in the end of 2012. And I just always believe that you should give credit to whomever is before your teacher and whomever is before your teacher, their teachers before them. So Nancy mm-hmm. Ann Tappy, I give her a lot of credit for creating life colors because there's a lot of people out there who actually have written books about life colors and and they have taken interpretations of nancy and tappy and uh, some of them have been a little warped out of proportion and so i really um bring bring back her knowledge and mm-hmm. she does have books she does have books nancy and tappy understanding your life color i think is one of them perfect wonderful Okay yeah. so let's so let's talk about the history of the life colors. Okay. All right, it's a big topic because they've been throughout all of history. One of the things that is happening right now is that violet is circling the planet. It's actually moving out. It has been on the planet for, since about the 1970s, a little bit into the 1960s when there was the transition. Before that, it was the blue that was circling the life, the the planet. And um, I think there are different stages within history that life colors have been on the planet so that the whole planet can learn lessons. And coming out of this uh, violet age violet has been circling the planet and their lesson about violet is all about letting go of that which you are trying to control in your life whether it's relationships whether it is your family whether it is your career violets need to let go of those things or life is going to get shooken up and you're going to need to let go of these um the things in your life that you are trying to control and so it's just like the planet now I feel like the planet itself you know the earthquakes the hurricanes the tsunamis it's the planet itself is shaking being shaken up and almost like an example showing us that it is about letting go of control so also the violet age is circling the planet but it is moving through All of us. It is moving through all of us as a society through our own individual life colors, whatever your lesson or your challenge is. So we are in a transition right now. We are moving into indigo and that's the next stage in our evolution. And it's very exciting and sometimes very scary. But I think indigo is going to bring about real hope and, uh, a real hope for the world, I believe. But one of the things that I have found out is that sometimes the, the colors are born before their time. Like violets were really being born within, uh, the fifties, the forties, and, and they are being born with before their time. Now that was within the blue time. They were being <laughs> within the blue time the blues were being born before that the indigos were being born as far back as the 1960s i feel like they're little scouts that go out to kind of be placed on the planet to help us transition into the new ages that are about to come and um i keep seeing that within all the work that i'm doing that there are these life colors that are born before their time
1: so these are people, like for the indigo children, they have indigo as a life color?
2: Yes. Okay. The indigo children had indigo as a life color. Now they're pretty much adults. There's not a lot of indigos being born anymore. Right. Now, it's actually a new color that my mother, we are all, we are calling opalescent. Uh, there's oh. a wonderful book by Doreen Virtue called The Crystal Children, and she's calling them crystals, but we already have a life color brought about by Nancy Tappy called crystals, and they've been being born almost ever since, uh, the world began were crystals so we already had crystals and so but it is the same kind of notion that Doreen Virtue and my mother talk about the same kind opalescence are these beautiful little angels that are being created and uh, and being born into the world and it's almost like they are bringing about this new joy for all of us who have been going through our darknesses they are beautiful little angels, um, like my nephew Tiernan, he's an opalescent, and mm. <laughs> uh, uh, pastel colors all around them. So they're not one color. They have pastel pink and lavender and blue and mm. mint and pink and they embody all these colors in and it's it's they're just beautiful beautiful little beings so that i i don't know if that's the next one after indigo or not but i do know that those are the ones that are being born now
1: mm. so when you're saying like blue was circling the planet and violet and now indigo
2: yeah.
1: where is that circling is that that's i mean you're saying the indigo is i is- <laughs> I wish <laughs> working with us or through us, but what is the circling part?
2: <laughs> and Tappy and my mother both say this, and I almost sometimes think of my mother on a different planet like Mars or Pluto looking down at the Earth saying, At this time, blue was circling the planet. <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> that's somehow. It's, I think it's an energy wave that is circling the planet. That's what I think they're, okay. they're, talking about and uh, (laughs) I can't (laughs) quite. okay I just thought we could clarify that but okay that's
1: just a different dimension that's what I'm saying this is like living (laughs) 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 now how does now doesn't the Mayan calendar fit in somehow with uh, violet leaving and indigo coming in
2: I love this. Yes, I I love this. There there is an article on my website Awaken Divine Energy that I wrote all about this transition from the violet to the indigo age and I'm hopefully going to be writing one about the indigo, but yes, I just have feel I have felt like Everything that is happening on the planet right now coincides with what this transition from the violet age to the indigo age and the shifts and changes that we are creating within ourselves and within the world right now. It's, it's pretty amazing. And I do feel deep shifts and changes being made. Um, I really felt it at the beginning of the year. Uh, that's something was, was happening. And I feel like, um, a lot of us are, are a little bit more ungrounded right now because of these shifts and changes. I, I tell people to, if they are feeling, um, that they're being knocked around in their lives and, uh, things are get coming into their lives without explanation that I find going to the color purple as purple wearing it on your body or putting it on your altar, having purple in your life or having a purple life color is a really good thing because purple is such a grounding color and purple life colors are really grounding for all of us. They're kind of like put on the planet uh, for all of us to get grounded and also for our own lives to shift and change. Purple's a great color within transitions of the times that um, are changing.
1: Beautiful. Okay, so let's get into some life colors uh, of people. Okay. And anybody that has that knows their life color, please feel free to call in at, let me get the number, 866 472 5792 and Titania will be happy to interpret your life colors for you. Now, I have sent her my color, so, you know, she can do that while we're waiting for other people, or are we also going to talk about Barack Obama's life colors <laughs> and, <laughs> and Martin Luther King, and those are two people that are, you know, it's very timely today as the inauguration day and Martin Luther King's, the celebration of Martin Luther King's birthday.
2: Yes, I, I love and I am very happy that we elected Obama personally myself again because he has colors that are perfect for our times that we are living in. He is a purple violet that goes into indigo. And so we are living in the violet times. We are transitioning into the indigo times and then the purple sits right in between. His wife too is a purple as well. She, she gives that grounding for him they really are a wonderful pair together seeing the purple she has something else that i'm not quite sure of but the purple is really grounding the violet it has these amazing visionary ideas that go forth in the world and so he has amazing ideas but then there is this spirituality that goes in with the indigo it's almost as if he can interpret what might be happening next within his decisions and indigo comes in with lots of creativity on trying to figure out um, the next steps it is also about indigos are about creating one world uh, for us all they are the ones with amazing ideas um, very intuitional and psychic as well these indigos but they are their whole focus is about bringing peace and one world and that's why I'm really happy that Barack is uh, uh, elected again and As well, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King was one of those um, beings that came in before his time. He, I believe, was a violet purple and there might have been some other colors there, but he came in before his time. He was a visionary leader and he was also very grounded in what he said, but he also wasn't understood by all and was shot because of what he believed in. Same with John Lennon. John Lennon was a violet, so he has those ideas and those brilliant ideas for peace. The rosy blue, and he has rosy blue. Rosy blues are all about peace. And they were kind of like The predecessors to the indigo, rosy blues, they were around in. they popped up in the 60s and the 70s. And they were the ones who were for the Peace Corps and all those organizations, world peace were the rosy blues. And John Lennon was violet, rosy blue, came in before his time wasn't understood. And I'm so sad. That's. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. So we're getting
1: callers. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> okay, so I'm just trying to figure out we can get we can get her, uh, get somebody on now. Okay, okay, okay. So we can connect to Deborah in from Oklahoma. Hello, hello. Deborah.
0: Hello, 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 Doctor Ann and Titania. Um, I just graduated in the February last year class for the Certified Practitioners, so I'm so excited to hear you both. Oh, well, I
1: know who you are. Oh,
0: good? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: My life color is blue with rose. Oh, good. Okay. Well, uh, as a blue, blues are the mothers to the world. They like to take care of everybody. They are the ones to make sure that everybody is taken care of in the family. They usually have Children, um, a blue without a child in this lifetime has a real deep heartache. So you, so you probably have children. Uh, with the rose, it is one of your lessons with the rose is about, let's see, let's go back. Roses are all about love your your lessons here on earth are all about relationships but because you have blue and rose it is about the relationship to yourself mostly before you get into relationships roses are everything that you think a rose is they are romantic they are like the princesses and your mate should be treating you such as just like with roses and chocolates and whatever you desire massages that's the rose they need to be treated as princesses but one of their lessons is that they need to look within and love themselves same with blues Blue's lesson is that they give so much of themselves to the outside, but they need to turn it back onto themselves and give of themselves. And one of the things that happens is that they usually get an illness to allow themselves to take care of themselves, which is a hard lesson, but that's what usually happens with the blue. Uh, one more thing about the rose is that uh, sometimes they can make themselves their own victims. And um, and it's about being uh, a victim in life, but also before this lifetime, if you believe in past lives, um, before this lifetime, you could you could have come in with a deep heartache on your heart chakra, so really needing to strengthen and heal that heart, so you can open up your petals in order to love another. There you that go
0: so right on and thank you so much Chitanya and dr ann i love your
1: show it's just excellent <laughs> oh thank you deborah i'm so glad you're getting something from it thank <laughs> and you. thank you for calling in uh-huh bye-bye bye okay we need to take a break and we'll be right back
0: Real-life solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. If you have a child in your life with autism, there may be a lot of questions that you need answered. What if your child has recently been diagnosed? Or maybe you have a question about treatment that your child is currently undergoing. For answers to these and more, tune into Autism Spectrum Radio. Our guests will include parents and experts to discuss current experiences, treatments, and breakthroughs for those living with autism. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In your family, what is most important to you? Is it health? Relationships? How about getting along better with your kids or your parents? Maybe it has to do with losing pounds or gaining financially. Whatever the problems you face in your family, you'll want to tune in to Family First with your host, author, and speaker, Randy Rolfe. Since 1985, Randy has become the foremost expert on matters concerning the family, and she can help you. Family First airs live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with your host, Dr. Ann Deatley. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Deatley or her guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to radiantenergydoctor at gmail.com. Now, back to energy medicine and optimal health.
1: You are back with Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, and we are talking to Titania Dolan. And I want to encourage anybody else that wants to call in to get, if they know their life colors, and Titania can explain it, uh, what it means and how, you know, what it means for your life. And it may be very empowering for you. The number is 866-472-5792. Okay, Titania, we can, yeah, we can also talk about rare colors that you're seeing now. There are no sources for you to go by. This is all something that's really (laughs) unique to you.
2: Yeah, I, um, it was interesting because my mother had a form of her own teacher Nancy Ann Tappy who had the 13 colors and she wasn't going past this but I knew she saw more colors than this and then all of a sudden her box just broke open and uh, I remember the day when someone came up to my vending table and said I have no idea where to go for dusty rose and I heard a little voice come out of me and I'm like where did that come from I said I will tell you what that means and then I went I went to somebody there and I said, "Hey, oh my goodness, I don't know what I said, but I don't know what I'm going to say, but I have a a reading with this woman and then all of a sudden it just like came out of my mouth what this color was when I was sitting next to her and it was amazing and her mouth dropped open, my mouth dropped open and all of a sudden it just kept on flowing, and I wanted to know more about this. And so now I have identified 83 other life colors, and oh I gosh. think it will keep on going because as many colors are in this world, or as many life colors are there. And I, and my mother just keeps on giving me more and more and more. It's just <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if
1: we said this, but, you know, life colors are as unique as a thumbprint. So nobody
2: has the same set of life colors. Exactly. And when you put, um, if you have two colors or even if you have one color, I can always use your elements or your sensory systems or other colors on your bands, which there are seven other bands other than the life color band or field of energy. Uh, that has colors, and so every single person is going to be unique. For instance, you, Anne, my mother told you you have a blue and a yellow life color, and that in itself um, is similar to my sister, because she has blue and yellow, but it's also unique to you because you have your own element, you have your own sensory system, and then you have this lovely energy, she says, of a soft pinkish rose on your celestial band. Well, not many people, my mother doesn't give the band's Very often to people, you are very lucky that you got your celestial band and that makes you unique. And it makes you also unique because you have this yellow. You're a communicator. Yellows are communicator. Communicators, they are logical and you are also a leader in your field to be a communicator on uh, the web with your own radio show. The celestial band connects to the celestial realm of angels and whatever else is beyond the beyond. And but wow. you're on the world wide web, it connects you celestially to uh, the world and beyond. Celestial is also about connecting with society. Your soft pinkish rose, it helps you listen with compassion to others and it puts you puts You put other people on a pedestal, and that is just a wonderful thing. And I often like to call pinks the sassy nuns because they have this kind of quality where they can sit with you and listen to your story, and you feel protected. You feel like you're encompassed in this wonderful, trusting soul, and then they will lift up their habit and show you their fishnet stockings underneath, and then you (laughs) will (laughs) <laughs> and they said, no, 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 I didn't do this. They have this little bit of imp within uh, them. And oh. have this somewhere in you that only <laughs> know.
1: the what? Well, I'm glad this is being broadcast around the world now. <laughs> That's so fun, yeah. I try to be very studious, though. <laughs>
2: but... Using your gifts in a really glorious way to have this radio show and your, your colors just bring it, like my mother said, a natural healer scientist too. You, your colors bring it so that, um, it, of course you would have stumbled upon this and it is part of your calling. And that's what I like about life colors. It just, it gives people a place to, Realize where they are or where they are changing or where their, uh, childhood dreams and wishes got crushed and, and that they might be picking them up somewhere. And those childish, uh, wishes and dreams are usually what we should be doing in the world. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That is really
1: amazing. Oh. So can we tell more stories about um, other people and in how how knowing their life color empowered them
2: sure sure I have some great stories I have I had this um, man and I was um, I didn't I didn't actually know that he was gay uh, everybody on the class knew he was gay, but he, he was beautiful. He had these tattoos all up and down his arms. And I was telling him about the purple life color. He was a purple fuchsia, which is um, that fuchsia in a man can tend to go into more feminine yin qualities. And so I was telling him about this, but I was also telling him about the purple. And I said, purple people usually sit with other people in their transition, they help other people transition from sometimes from death to birth to a new change. And um, they're really um, helpful with grounding other people. Well, he was smiling at me and I said, what? What? Tell me what's going on. And he said, well, um, and I was telling him about the fuchsia, too. And so he said, well, I am gay. And <laughs> well, I am a mortician so he helps people transition from <laughs>
1: wow
2: and he he was a my sweet gay mortician yeah. <laughs> my purple fuchsia <laughs> and then so so do we attract
1: this i mean because it's in our life color we attract these experiences or these careers or these opportunities
2: well my mother says that we are born into these life colors and believe yeah. that from from what I am kind of reading with people, sometimes a life color is kind of like a, um, a reminiscent of the past life. Like perhaps you might have been red in a, another lifetime, but yet you have done your lesson with red. Red is done. You come to the next lifetime and maybe you might be pink. It's, it's less of a, um, harsh, some harsh lessons um pinks are better off than reds Uh (laughs) (laughs) okay well i'm glad i've been through my red stage (laughs) yes but um, go to other life colors like transition to other life colors but there might be some uh residue that might be held like within your etheric field the etheric field is the closest to your body and it sometimes uh reflects something of a past life color that you just haven't finished yet something that um that isn't quite your life color but is something that um you just need to um still finish um so that you could keep on going on and and transition through other lessons and um and grow (laughs) oh wow oh this is amazing do you have any other stories
1: about people and um Uh how their life colors kind of told told you stories about them
2: Sure. I had, um, so I was reading a woman who was turquoise, which is a rare life color and maroon, which is also a rare life color. And, uh, the turquoise, I started talking to her and I, um, when I look at people, I don't look at them in a physical sense. I don't, um, like if, if somebody was right in front of me, like per se, the, the turquoise the turquoise is really connected to Native American traditions and Native American ways. They are the ones who resonate with um, either the Native Americans or um, deep, deep down within Mexico um, and, um, and the shamans of the land. But when somebody is in front of me like a Native American is in front of me, I don't look at their physical appearance. So I will be talking because I hear I hear colors vibrate. So I'm talking to them about the turquoise and, um, so I'm talk, telling her and then the maroon. I tell her about the maroon and maroon is a very old, old life color and it, and it is really connected to really the, the Mayan, uh, society, the Mayan, um, culture and um those are the ones who were the healers and the shamans of old and um were pretty much um kind of used for kind of like ancient oracles who were used that's what i kind of call them and so i was but they read the land they read the land and i was telling her this and then all of a sudden she said well and she's smiling at me and she said well, I what I do is I take people down to Peru and, and lead them on uh, shaman trucks. and that just so connected with the turquoise and the moon. And I never know what a person's life story is until I tell them their life color, and then they begin to smile at me. I said, "Oh, please tell me what am I?" Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then oh, <I'll-> it's there. <laughs> uh, we have a caller,
1: Chuck, on the line. Hello, Chuck? Hi, Titania. Hi, Titania.
0: I'm, I met you and I met your mom in Palm Springs, my wife and I went out to one of your sessions and your mother told me I was violet and sea green, but that's all I know.
2: Oh, wonderful. <laughs> all right. Violet sea green. Okay. Um, as a violet, you are living in this time right now where you have a lot of ideas. You can ideas out there and i am sure that you are a head or a leader of some sort of uh business uh, because that's what uh, violets usually do or you have a lot of ideas that people um should listen to because you are a visionary uh and um, you are living in this time. So as I was saying before, one of your lessons is to let go. And it's really hard for violets to let go because they are perfectionists. They like to have control where they like to have control in their lives. But they need to let go or else life will tend to give you a um, a chance to let go in, um, in a, a more... Um, a darker way like whatever it happens to be so that's your lessons to let go and just know that perhaps life is going to give you something better in return and that's knowing that just trusting um, you need to live in trust you're sea green you are deep and intuitive you can go really really deep into your soul's journey and um, whatever, whatever that is and it may not as a violet as well you are um, on the edge of going into a spiritual path usually you um, seek to um, your path is very important to you and sometimes sometimes relationships can go by the wayside because you are so much on a solo path it has to feel right within you and same with seek you go really deep into your soul's journey um, you can have money around them around you and it can be really easy for you but you you also can be not attached to it and it's about finding your way to that monetary anybody who has green um, m- most of the darker greens has money but they have to find their relationship to the money um, and also something about sea green and you know you're not in front of me and sometimes um sometimes I can feel what kind of green she may be saying and I don't know about the sea green but one of the things about sea greens is they need to be because I don't know if you live in Palm Springs or not but they need to be uh, in connection to water of some kind especially the ocean they may not swim in it they may uh, some sort of boat, but they are connected to the water in some way and usually are connected to uh, the Celtic lands as well. Uh, so that's what I have for you, Chuck. Okay. Thank you. Um, a lot of it kind of it runs true for me, and some of it, I guess I'll just have to see what happens. But thank you. That actually pretty well, that, that pretty well describes a lot of the things and the elements of my life. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and if I meet you at another workshop, we were wanting to have another Palm Springs workshop. If I see you, I would love to sit you down right in front of me and see what that green may have been, because it might have been a different shade of green rather than sea green. But that's that's the interpretation without seeing you.
1: Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. You take care. <laughs> okay, Tahanu, we have to wrap up. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was so exciting and so interesting and I hope it just opens up a new way of um, for people to think about themselves and they need to see you you need to see them in person to do the
2: reading uh,
1: unfortunately, <laughs> so um, I
2: have a website where they can look up their rare life color on my website awakevinengy dot com or um, I do have readings on my website they 're just closed because I am uh, I got so swamped last year with so many readings I'm finishing up last year's reading until the middle of February but they wonderful, wonderful. and my life color page
1: okay so people go go and visit her website it's amazing anyway <laughs> okay so we've got to close up um, remember that this is our lifetime to be everything that we're meant to be and living at our highest potential And live radiantly. Share that love and joy with everyone you meet. And don't forget to visit my website for free videos, www.energizeforjoy.com. Until next week, live radiantly.
0: You've been listening to Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with Dr. Ann Deatley. Please join us again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you again for tuning in.